Hi there, I'm Nicolette Reed, and this is EIB Export News. Hi there, everyone. Welcome back to EIB Export News. Today's show is going to be all about the China export regulations. So if you are working in quantum computing, AI technology, or anything involving the semiconductor industry at all, this is for you. When it comes to export regulations, our own U.S. national security always comes first. Back in October, BIS imposed additional export controls on certain advanced computing semiconductor chips transactions for supercomputer end uses and transactions involving certain entities on the entity list. This includes chips, advanced computing chips, integrated circuits, or ICs. This rule implements an end-use control for certain items intended for a supercomputer located in or destined to the People's Republic of China. The rule imposes new controls on certain semiconductor manufacturing items and on transactions for certain integrated circuit IC end-uses. The government of the People's Republic of China, PRC or China, has mobilized vast resources to support its defense modernization, including the implementation of its military civil fusion development strategy in ways that are contrary to U.S. national security and foreign policy. There have been additional export controls regarding certain end uses and addition of the entity list modifications. Advanced computing items such as supercomputers can be used to enhance data processing and analysis capabilities including through artificial intelligence, AI applications. The PRC is rapidly developing exascale supercomputing capabilities and has announced its intent to become the world leader in AI by 2030. These advanced systems are capable of sophisticated data processing and analysis that has multiple uses and are enabled by advanced ICs. These systems are being used by the PRC for its military modernization efforts to improve the speed and accuracy of its military decision-making, planning, and logistics, as well as its autonomous military systems, such as those used for cognitive electronic warfare, radar signals intelligence, and jamming. Furthermore, these advanced computing items, such as supercomputers, are being used by the PRC to improve calculations in weapons design and testing, including for weapons of mass destruction, such as nuclear weapons, hypersonics, and other advanced missile systems and to analyze battlefield effects. In addition, advanced AI surveillance tools enabled by efficient processing of huge amounts of data are being used by the PRC without regard for basic human rights to monitor, track, and surveil citizens, among other purposes. The new export rules will more comprehensively control U.S. persons' support for the development or production of ICs, packaged or unpackaged, that could contribute to WMD applications. Advanced Logic, Certain Not, AND, which is called NAND, N-A-N-D, and Dynamic Random Access Memory, which is called DRAM, D-R-A-M, chips have more significant military, intelligence, and security applications, including missile, nuclear, and conventional weapons applications. Advanced ICs, packaged or unpackaged, with smaller physical dimensions, examples would be 
these are chips produced at more advanced technology nodes are of national security concern because of the faster and more efficient microelectronic operation, greater data storage capability, and greater computational efficiencies that these ICs, packaged or unpackaged, possess. So at this point, I think it's important to notate that Hong Kong has been treated as mainland China from an exporting standpoint for quite some time now. Uh, that regulation came out a few years back. And so the reason for that is because Hong Kong was politically absorbed by mainland China. Now, coming down the pike in the future, something like that may or may not occur with Taiwan, and the U.S. government is watching out for that. And if something like that happens, our regulations and our exporting relationship with Taiwan could change. Uh, however, we are monitoring that situation closely and trying to do whatever we can to prevent that from happening. Uh, so in the meantime, just be aware that all of the regulations that I'm speaking about today do include Hong Kong. In fact, you will not find a separate entry for Hong Kong anymore in the regulations. You will just use the rules for China. So moving forward, there are two new regulations in particular that I want to point out in regards to this rule, and I'll point out some others as well. But regarding the new exporting rules for China, uh, they are adding new license requirements for items destined for a supercomputer or semiconductor development or production end use in the People's Republic of China, PRC. And they also have expanded the scope of the Export Administration Regulations, EAR, over certain foreign-produced advanced computing items and foreign-produced items for supercomputing end uses. Licenses for facilities owned by PRC entities will face a, quote, presumption of denial, end quote, and facilities owned by multinationals will be decided upon on a case-by-case -case basis. Development of semiconductor or semiconductor production equipment or components having ECCNs beginning with 3B are drastically impacted by new licensing requirements and restrictions. In essence, BIS wants to stop the flow of any type of material U.S. origin content from being used in development or production in China of almost every type of semiconductor production equipment and related components, regardless of the technology nodes of the semiconductors to be produced from such equipment. Regarding the development, production, or use of supercomputers, a license is required to export, re-export, or transfer most types of integrated circuits, computers, and electronic assemblies subject to the EAR and described on the CCL if there is a knowledge that the items will be for use in the development of, production of, use, operation, installation, including on-site installation, maintenance, checking, repair, overhaul, or refurbishing of a supercomputer in or destined to China. When you cannot determine the end use, a license is required as well. The specific ECCNs for integrated circuits covered are ECCNs, some, beginning with 3A, 4A, and 5A. ECCNs for computers and electronic items covered many beginning with 4A and 5A. In essence, BIS wants to stop the flow of almost any type of U.S. origin electronics for use in developing, producing, or using supercomputers in China. Applicable licensing policy for all of the controls will be on a case-by-case -case basis. 
The applications will be reviewed and it applies to U.S. facilities and facilities of allied country companies. Some will have received letters from BIS which will operate as a six-month general license. For all other applications, we are applying a, quote, presumption of denial standard for non-commercial uses of the items of concern at the risk of diversion to military end uses and end users. As far as items for indigenous manufacturing in China, as part of the new controls, USA is restricting the export of items that will be used to develop or produce indigenous semiconductor manufacturing equipment in China. This change went into effect on October 7, 2022. This control applies to all items subject to the EAR, and a review of license applications for transactions will consider Chinese suppliers to equipment manufacturers that are headquartered in allied countries. If an entity has a restricted product line and an unrestricted line in the same building, that building slash facility is subject to the new controls. If an entity has multiple buildings located on the same campus with the same address and or are part of the same legal entity, parties should exercise sufficient due diligence to ensure their item or activity is only for an unrestricted fabrication in China. BIS has issued authorizations in limited circumstances to allow continued operations. The company who received the authorization from BIS should provide a copy to you directly. You and the holder of this authorization should jointly determine if the transactions you wish to undertake meet the terms and conditions of the authorization. There is now further restriction on encryption items to China, and many of them may not be exported, re-exported, or transferred in-country using the license exception ENC anymore. In fact, most encryption items will require a review before they're allowed to be exported to China. Allied firms operating in China have been allowed some flexibility. The USA is working with them on a case-by-case basis, and this includes some companies like Tokyo Electron. The overall restrictions on U.S. persons who facilitate these advanced lines, and by advanced lines I mean AI technology, supercomputing technology, as well as semiconductor manufacturing and semiconductor technology of any kind. Long story short, if you are a U.S. citizen, you may not teach or train anyone from China how to use these devices or how to manufacture these devices. You can't sell them anything and you can't educate them on anything related to these devices. The U.S. is sending a clear global message to our allies that the threat of Chinese commercial military fusion is a shared global threat. Allies need to protect themselves as well. Also, human rights violations should not be tolerated. And that is the stance that the U.S. government is taking in regards to China. What does China need to do to change their behavior and change our relationship with them? National security threats need to be mitigated. No threat on its own people using our Western technology. No threat on neighbors like Taiwan. No stealing of IP and no economic coercion on other companies. Additional actions would be taken if China engages in activity in the Taiwan Straits. Uh, From a U.S. standpoint, we also have concerns about what's being taught in our universities. So BIS speaks with universities to ensure that universities comply with export control rules and that we have a system in place. 
So what should you do if you're one of these companies that are engaged in semiconductor or quantum computing or AI technology and you've been doing business with China in the past? Or perhaps you make a different type of technology and you're just concerned about these regulations in regards to China. Well, the first step you should do is take stock of your China and your Hong Kong business. Look back at about 90 days to six months in the past. If you can't determine the level of activities that your Chinese-owned business participates in, then you must file for a commercial license for goods previously listed that are going to be subject to the Export Administration Regulations, or EAR. You're going to want to have a comprehensive end-user, end-use statement for every transaction involving China. Additional steps that you can take that we recommend you do at EIB is identify your customers that are U.S. and allied-owned businesses operating in China. Discover if your U.S.-owned business customer has received a general license letter from BIS. Discover if your allied-owned business customer has received a general license letter from BIS. Compare all Chinese end-users and customers to the updates on the unverified end-entities list or use the consolidated screening list. Make note of any companies called out on the entities list and unverified list. With your technical staff, which are your engineers, you're going to want to review together CCL categories 3 and 4 and look to any new descriptions for ECCNs beginning with 3A or 3B that you may be manufacturing, as well as associated software and technical data. You're also going to want to look at new descriptions for um, items beginning with 4A and take note of products that you export that are ECCNs in information security. These are ECCNs found in the CCL under categories 5, and these tend to have some level of encryption associated with them. Most of them begin with 5A. You're going to want to identify any products that you export that now meet the descriptions found in those ECCNs. I'll try to post some links up in the comments section. You want to advise of license requirements based on those ECCN classifications and any of these ECCNs destined for AI, autonomous vehicles, or supercomputer, or semiconductor end use or end users will require a commercial license unless they can produce a bona fide letter from BIS stating otherwise. All Chinese-owned companies that receive these goods will be a presumption of denial if they engage in any high end of these activities listed above. If you cannot determine the level of activities these Chinese-owned businesses participate in, you must file for a commerce license. If you feel like you could use some guidance or further education on the Chinese regulations and how they impact your business, please reach out to us at eib.com or give us a call at 978 2560438 and we'd be happy to set up a training with you. My name is Nicolette. I'm from EIB. I was your host. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next month, but until then, remember, export compliance. It's the law. We make it simple.